This is The Shift with Lynn and Zoe. Saddle up you bitches. <laughs> Not this again. Hi everyone. Hi besties. How are we all? Well, how are they going to reply? I don't know. <laughs> Should we try again? This is a mess. Hi besties. Hi everyone. Oh, let's do it again. <laughs> Hi everybody. Hi besties. Welcome to The Shift, episode 15. I'm oh, we're in our quarter. Wait, how many episodes per season? We haven't figured that out yet. We don't know. We'll just, yeah. Well, there will be an end to this season eventually. Maybe at the end of the year. End of the year. And we're like, and then we'll take a, shit. we'll take a little break. Yeah. But no, episode 15. Yes, you're Zoe. I am Zoe. I'm Lynn. <laughs> and yes, um, how are you? What's going on? I'm good. Not a lot. I honestly was, Lynn and I, we both have an illness. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's called. Going out going, of ISIS or yes, something like that. Like, what, what? Going out itis. That's what I would call it. I thought you said going, going out, out with ISIS. ISIS. <laughs> so probably. God knows what um, we get up to when we're on the No, we honestly, we just, we'll both go, oh, I'm not doing a thing. And then. 20 minutes later, we'll be like, oh, so what's the move? Yeah, I was in bed. A call. I'm at Zoe's. We're recording in a new location today. Yeah, we've got a brand new location. You can't see, but we're in my lounge room. It's quite gorgeous. Yes, it's quite gorgeous. Um, But yes, I was in bed rolling around because I went out last night and I was like, I swear, I'm not going out. Like I was walking through my suburb at 6 or 5 a.m. or something, just like listening to New Adele. Oh Just my god. Looking at the Christmas light. People say start romanticizing your life. You need to start. <laughs> Literally just walking through Queen Street. Um it was really beautiful, I'm not gonna lie. It looked really nice. All the Christmas lights are up. Mm. But anyway, I was like, I'm not going out, like I'm tired, it's expensive. And I was a shell of a human up until like an hour ago when you said what's the move? And I said, fuck you, we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, has anything else transpired this week? This How was the week? shoot? Oh yeah, I had a shoot. It was gorgeous. The mm. rain didn't stop us. I mm. thought it was going to stop us. Fucking La, La, was La Nina. I did not know what that was until We're about two to days have ago. A hot, wet, humid summer. Christ. Um, I actually will have to do the rest of the episodes over Zoom because I think I'm just going to move to Perth. <laughs> you said it might, might as well. Literally. It's the same climate. Saudi Arabia. Let's go. Honestly, watch out WA. I don't We're know. Coming. Like I found, I knew it was going to be shitty, but everyone just kept saying La Nina It's literally, it's going to be like this all summer. I have no idea what Until like February. But also someone was saying, because La Nina is the girl one and then the boy one is something else. La Nino. Yeah, or something like that. Um, and that's like good weather, apparently. Oh. And then La Nina is like shit weather. So misogyny runs deep. Let's start there. <laughs> the bureau, what's it called? The Bureau of Meteorology. Yes, Medi- those people. <laughs> the Bureaucracy of <laughs> Meteorology. <laughs> <laughs> those people, they're very, very misogynistic. Um, but yes, back to your shoot. It, it didn't yeah, shoot rained. was good. It pissed down like just at the end as we were Rubbing like up. trying to pack up and like take Christ. shit like out of the house. But we got one beautiful shot at the beginning of the day outside and mm. then the rest all indoors. Yeah. But, oh my God. One of the models we were shooting was literally like just the most beautiful 
person I've ever Who seen. Like, I know she's a model. Yeah. But, like, honest to God, like, I've never seen, like, a more, like, symmetrical oh my god like, fa- like oh she just i like I i'm coming up i'm like i'm like an employer like i shouldn't be talking <laughs> about people like but no but like truly she was gorgeous yeah, um that's divine but then the issue is is when you're on a shoot sometimes the photographer we use he'll like take a photo of us when we're not paying attention and i'll yeah. be scrolling through selecting photos and then yeah. all of a sudden like a picture of me looking like a dehydrated slug <laughs> will like pop up <laughs> just literally nothing gives you more <laughs> God, yeah, when you're surrounded by all these hot goddesses. Beautiful people, I know. Christ almighty. But um, no, it was good. Mm. What else happened this week? It was just wet and gross. Yeah. I was very, I was trying really hard to be very optimistic this week. I will say I succeeded for up until Friday. Mm. I did not complain a single time the whole week. I refuse to believe that for a second. I think I can attest to that. People did say that I did complain, but I was just expressing my disdain for a lot of things, which mm-hmm. is not complaining. You're expressing mm-hmm. your opinion. Okay. Um, and then it got to Friday and I was at work and I was like, this is great. Like the weekend's coming up. I'm so happy. Then I had these two fucking ciders at work because mm. it was just like a little tiddly Friday. And I just got incredibly sick oh you got sick yes like these ciders part of the reason why because i was saying before i got motion sickness in the car but i think it was definitely like exacerbated by the ciders so it ruined my entire the trajectory of the rest (laughs) of my week so now i'm back to being angry and complacent and cruel just how we like you it's true never change i said i'm gonna go back to right where i belong but other than that, it's been a, it's been an okay week. Mm. Yeah, we'll see how tonight goes if your package comes in time. I know. I'm waiting for. I bought something on the iconic, um, and I was gonna get same day delivery, and they weren't offering it. And I assume it's because it's Black Friday. But then they, right. yeah, they said it would come today between six and nine. And I said, Lynn, we're recording at mine because yep. I have to wait for my package. And it's now seven. Time is running out. Yeah. They said it would be here at nine past six. Yeah. Clock's ticking. When do I call Star, Star Trek? Um, I don't know. Best Star Trek? You better start. T- oh, it's with them, right? It's not us It's with them. But it says it's Start like- tweeting. Just start <laughs> furiously tweeting. Christ. But anyway, no. So if my clothes arrive, then I'll come with you. And if they don't, I'll be tucked up asleep. Yeah. For about... 30 seconds before I climb out of bed and I text and you say, and I say, where are we? Move. Where is everyone? <laughs> um, but let's get into some topics. We've yes. got some fun ones this week. Did you want to start with one that is very close to your heart? Yes. Scamming. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Literally. No. So this week, Netflix dropped the trailer for Inventing Anna, which is a series based on the life of this woman called Anna Delvey. Right. So... Um, in 2017, I think it was 2017, the, um, New York magazine in the cut, they published an article by journalist Jessica Presler called how Anna Delvey tricked New York's party people. And it was essentially, um, all about how this woman, Anna, Mm. whose real name is actually Anna Sorokin was just the biggest scammer in the land in New York for, years like she essentially no one knew where she came from or where she got her money from but there was a quote in the article that says for a stretch of time in new york no small amount of the cash in circulation no no small amount of the cash in circulation was coming from anna delvey so this essentially what happened was this 
woman Mm -hmm. arrived in New York. She had all of this money. No one knew where her money came from. But when someone's so rich and they're just like paying for shit, you don't care. I would go out with her. And she literally, she was telling people she was like a German heiress or a socialite or she worked in fashion (laughs) or like whatever. And people were like, oh, is she Russian? And then it's like, well, like she like is actually like German. But then she was telling everyone she was a German heiress and like she couldn't speak German and like whatever else. But ultimately um, she was charged at the end of 2017 with multiple counts of frauds against banks, businesses, hotels, restaurants. Like she was a hardcore grifter. Um, But what she wanted to do is she would go and she would take all of these like models and socialites. There's this one quote in the article where she once threw a dinner with like Macaulay Culkin like, did she do it there. at the Waldorf or something? Or was she staying at the Waldorf? She did for two days before her cards bounced and they kicked her out. Oh my before God. that, she was staying at another hotel for like two months. Oh my God. And just like, it was like a $400 a night hotel and she never paid her hotel bill. So she got kicked out. This is how she got caught. But in the meantime, because she had such a um, convincing charismatic Charis- like she was such a convincing charismatic person but she also just displayed such like oh wealth that people would just lend her money so at one point she said her big thing was she wanted to open this like gallery space of course like an art gallery space that Somewhere was also in West Village. literally like literally in the west village oh. with like a restaurant oh. and like a nightclub <laughs> okay. and it was gonna be this like big multi-use building yeah she got $25 million in cash from a bank. A bank lent her $25 million. Oh my God. Completely unsecured. With no like rental. No. Not and do, rental, you know like who, do, you know who, do you know who did it for her? Who? Jordan Belfort. Who's that? The guy who's the Wolf of Wall Street guy. <gasps> You're kidding. Fresh out of jail, he was going around giving scammers $25 million. Loans. Where the fuck was he getting $25 million loans from? Was he just doing another? <laughs> Little, he's, he's, a, he's actually a, quite a successful motivational speaker now. Oh, good. I'll take a couple mm. lessons from him. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. So, wait, is this a documentary that's coming out? So, it's a, like a drama documentary series. Okay. Um, that's just going to kind of track... Her course her, of history. Yeah. Oh my God. One of my favorite quotes was like, when she finally got kicked out of all of these hotels, she went to her personal trainer's house because she was homeless. And they were like, if you saw her, you wouldn't recognize her walking around in her threadbare Alexander <laughs> Wang athletic <laughs> athletic gear. <laughs> oh my oh. God. She kind of sounds icon. She reminds no, she, me of that um, movie, Catch Me If You Can. Like, I'm pretty sure no, she's just doing that. That's literally like the whole energy of it. She once like you would surely know that you're gonna get caught, right? Like, but she she didn't. She did it for like four years and never got caught. That's insane. Yeah, but it all kind of came to a head when she took a group of like her friends and like mm. socialite friends on a private jet to Morocco, and one of them was the photo editor at Vanity Fair. Oh my god! Like a few days into the trip, she goes, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I have to go, but my cards with the desk. You guys have fun. Blah blah blah." And then when they went to check out, they got like chased by the like hotel people and they were like, yo, someone's got to pay. <gasps> and they were like, no, 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 it's been taken care of. And they were like, no, that bitch just left. Like, <laughs> who's paying for this? <laughs> the, one of the friends was oh a God. photo editor at Vanity Fair. 
and the only person there that could possibly afford it, but only because she had the Vanity Fair corporate, like, card. corporate card. She put sixty two thousand US dollar like trip to Morocco on the Vanity Fair company I, card. Like, and then came back and Vanity Fair said What the fuck is this? Well, you need to look into this woman. Like turn this into a story or something. Because oh, like, okay. Yeah. Is that not could All you of this have... just sounds like not real because I just like I can't I just feel like with banks and loan mm. pe- and like loan sharks, people are just so careful with giving out money. Literally. Like you just don't take anything. She must have been a fucking convincing actress. Like literally the like Meryl she, Streep of scammers. But the other thing is, is apparently she just like would barely say a word to people. Like she just didn't really say much and she just gave people money. Oh, well, I'd believe her then. Literally, <laughs> literally. If she was handing me, like, she only, like, paid in, like, cash and stuff and would then always be, like, give them, like, $1,000 in cash and be like, oh, why I transfer you the rest? Oh, my God. So where is she now? Do we know where she is? Is she's, she in jail? I think she's out of prison. Yeah. She went to prison. A hundred percent. And she said... She, like she literally in court when she was getting when she was on trial. I know so much about this woman. Yeah, I you're read very this, passionate about her. I read this article like four times a year. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm gonna send it to you. But she, um, in her trial, she was just like, I don't regret it. Oh, good. I don't regret it. I didn't yeah. do anything wrong. See, I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, what if you just raked up like a shit ton of debt and just died? Like, what would you do? You can't do anything. You can't pass on debt. Yes. Can you? Yeah. Technically? Yeah. To who? It goes like, if I had heaps of debt and I died, it goes to my parents. Well, never mind. It just died <laughs> My entire you. plan is gone. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. this is so interesting. I definitely will be tuning in. You have um, to. I listen to this other podcast called Scam Goddess, where she just talks about I scams. I love Scam Goddess. And one of my favorite, like... It wasn't like the main story scam. So she goes through like, she does a mini scam and then she does like a big scam story. But one of my favorites, which is so genius, but so simple was this man mm. confessed that he would wait outside of concert venues um, and see what color wristbands people had on. And he did this for like three months consecutively because they used the same four colors. It was like red, purple, pink, whatever. And then he just went, bought those from like Party City so then when he would see people getting into a concert for an artist that he liked, because he lived in like fucking Houston or something mm. and everyone goes to Houston, he would just see what bands that they had on, just go to Party <laughs> City, get the exact same color and just be like, and then just walk through. And oh he did my this God. everything. He did this at Coachella. He did this at every festival. And he said it worked up until they got caught. Um, I don't know how they got caught, but that was That's my favorite. So, so genius. Because they do that. They give you they the, do. The, if it's not a stamp, they'll give you a wristband, and it's usually just like a green, blue. That's so clever. Yeah, um, we've got something to do. We when, do uh, when concerts and festivals it's open true. up. I mean, I'm not paying two hundred and eighty dollars to see Dua Lipa. To see Dom Dollar screaming and shouting. Um, do you have any favorite scams? Um, probably some that you and I have committed together. Mm. Unfortunately, those we cannot. Yeah, discuss. discuss. I have worked for you for a scam before. You have, it's true. Um, What's your favourite scam? I mean, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> this might not be me. This might not be you. This might be anyone. Mm. But a certain someone really wanted to go to a very important concert. This is sick. 
I don't know who this person is, but I was shocked and horrified when they regaled this tale to me. But they wanted to go to a very important concert in Sydney and they had work the same day. So what they did was they brought their clothes from home in like a grey plastic bag and looked really sad when they got to the office. (laughs) And they were in tears. And the manager was like, what's wrong? Like, is everything okay? And they concocted this lie that they got kicked out of their house for like personal reasons. (laughs) And then the manager was like, oh, you have to go home. Like, you can't stay. And they were like, I can't go home. I got kicked out. Then they said, where are you going to stay? I'll get you a hotel. Like, I can get you a taxi. And this person was like, no, 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 it's okay. I'm just going to go stay at a friend's house. Um, and the friend's house was just pre's for the concert. And then they just went and pre'd at the concert. Um, very sick scam, you was know. It? it was one of our friends. It was one of our friends. One of our friends. But Which one of our friends faked having only just come out? I think it might have been the same person. The same person. Yeah. Um, I remember the so story. So there's a couple of scabs <laughs> in this person's arsenal. But oh. no, I, I love a scam. I truly mm. think if you can get away with it. If you it, can get away with it. Just and if do you're it. not hurting anybody. Yeah, if you're you not hurting have, yourself or hurting you, you, anyone. Like, that person who wanted to go to the concert, they weren't hurting <laughs> they anybody. They weren't hurting anyone. They just wanted to go to a fucking concert. Jesus Christ. Um, but yes, I, I truly think if you can do it, like scam the fuck out of anything. Because we've been scammed worth. by being born. I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to fight right back. Um, but anyway, I will be tuning in. I'm so, when does this come out? Do you know? I think it's the end of this year. Okay, I'm definitely tuning in. Um, we can discuss it on the on the pod. We will be discussing. Um, but Black Friday. Oh, oh I was just going to say I have oh, yeah. a scam I want us to pull this week. But oh, we'll yes. discuss. Uh, outside. Outside. <laughs> um, but yes, Black Friday. Yeah. Have you bought anything for yourself besides Black- these clothes? I literally, I bought like, this is like a pair of pants I've wanted to buy for ages. Yeah. And you know when you think you're going to like... You look at something and then you plan all of these outfits around, around it, it in your yeah. head. Like if they arrive and they don't fit or look like shit or like are a weird color, God I'm forbid, screaming. I'm throwing myself off the Harbour Bridge. Yeah. Like I'll come with I'll you. I'll just be so annoyed. Yeah, not for any reason. <laughs> <laughs> just something to just do. Just something to do, you know, something that's free. Um, um, but yeah, I'm not really, as someone who has worked in retail and like mm. for retail businesses and stuff, like the markdowns are never yeah what you think it's like people buy shit Mm. like stuff that like a store will have for like months and months and months that will be on sale and no one will want the second you like put black friday in front of it people people buy buy it it. it's placebo this is so essentially like yeah so pretty little thing have been i don't know they're being praised by some people but it's like it's okay just say you're cheap um and like mostly slammed by everybody else because for black friday they did a up to 100 percent off so that's free free (laughs) so you just pay for shipping literally what the fuck anyway go on so um yeah for black friday put a little thing off it up to 100 percent percent off um and obviously, Pretty Little Thing is a fast fashion Garbage company. rat. <laughs> <laughs> Not garbage. Garbage rat. rat. <laughs> um, part of the Boohoo group that also own, okay. like, you know, Boohoo, like Misguided, yeah, whatever else. The yeah. ones that aren't Fashion Nova. Okay. Um, 
And everyone's really upset because the, essentially it's like, okay, you want to sell, not sell, but like give away this dress. Yeah. Like, okay, but then did the people who made that dress, are they getting paid? Like if you're giving it away for yeah, free, for they're free. not getting paid Because the cost properly. for production and the payment for production is already so extremely, extremely low, low that if items are being handed out with little to no profit for them, then what's the actual person who constructed the garment going to get? No, literally. And all. this is the thing. There's this whole discourse, again, around fast fashion and uh, garment workers and, you know, people in these factories and everything else. Are they being paid properly? And this is just kind what of... Are they, was the initiative to do it for the sake of trying to clear stock or are they trying to, like, clear their image or something like that? I reckon it would have been to clear stock. Yeah. Which, again, is then, like, a bit of a catch-22, I don't know, because I'd rather they... Someone ends up wearing it, then then setting it on fire or going to landfill. But this is the thing: if Essence did an up to one hundred percent off sale, I'd be there with bells and whistles on a hundred percent. But pretty little thing. It's like encouraging people to buy. How did this even get advertised? Because I didn't see it was being all over like their Instagram. So I originally read. I saw it on Instagram when someone else shared it. Okay. Like, this is fucked. Yeah. And then a bunch of places like Vice and ID and like paper and everything else also wrote yeah. about it. And we're oh, just okay. like, this is not. Yeah. Very strange. Um, I can't honestly see the angle because either way, I know that they're not going to clear all of their stock because no. they produce at such a rapid rate. So it's like, because you know how Helmet Lang does their, so Helmet Lang does like an annual, um, surplus sale where they yeah. just want to clear their warehouse of everything and they will sell shit for like $60, like $35. Mm. I got so many pieces last year and they did it again this year. Um, but that's just for the sake of clearing everything out and then doing a new season yeah. stock. So yes, this is very strange, very interesting. I haven't seen anyone else do this as well. And do you reckon it's going to be like an sort of industry standard now I for really fast hope fashion they, places? I really hope they haven't just given everybody ideas because... Yeah. Don't make that much crap if you can't sell it. If you can't sell it. Like, yeah. I think that's honestly the biggest takeaway from that. Like, just stop. <laughs> that, what is it? PLT? Yeah. PLT, stop. stop. <laughs> um, um, okay. But no, there's enough said about that. I feel like we rant and rave about fast Did you buy enough. anything? From so PLT? Like, no, from Black Friday. No, okay. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for... Um, the end of year sales because I yeah. feel like they're much better mm-hmm. and I'll wait till like end of January when they're desperate and everything is at like Wednesday because everyone as soon as Black Friday Cyber Monday finishes everyone goes into Boxing Day yeah and then uh, after Boxing Day everyone gets stuck with everything and then yeah. they discount it more yeah and like when just strike. <laughs> wait I'll give you guys a little tip Essence changes their prices every Monday during their sale season. So their prices get lower every Monday and their sales run for like 10 weeks. So you definitely can wait unless your item is like running out of its specific size or... And if you are going to shop on Essence, make sure you place an order with a friend because shipping is like... Oh, no, it's... Oh, no. No, you always email them to get it for free. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) And they always deliver. So thank you, girlies at Essence. Is it a scam? No. 
No, it's an entitlement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But moving on, so Jennifer Lawrence is sort of back in the press this um, week or last week. I think that's when the Vanity Fair article came out. Mm -hmm. Um, She had sort of taken like a four-year or like a three-year hiatus. She hasn't done anything for a very long time. Yeah, so her last four movies were Passenger, Mother, Red Sparrow, and the 12th X-Men Do you remember when you made me watch Mother? Yes. (laughs) So that movie, I still think, is so divine. It is made by Darren Aronofsky or something like that, Mm. maybe. Um, It was a really good film, but it was just critically not received well, which surprised me. It did not surprise me. What? You You didn't enjoy it? No, we we sat down and when Lynn and I lived together, occasionally he'd be like, oh, I'd be like, oh, what are you watching? And you'd be like, oh... I'm going to watch this. You have to watch it with me. You'll love it. <laughs> You'll love it. Sick. Guess what? 90% of the time, you hate did it. not love it. Sick. <laughs> Mother was a great film. I will die on that hill. I think she performed really well in that role. Um, I think that, she ate. Is that the one where they're in the house? Yeah. And she has the baby? And, and the then baby. they like pass the baby around? Yeah, and then it's they by, eat it. It's by this... <laughs> literally. Spoilers, please. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's by the same guy who did... Um, I think it's Black Swan as well. I was going to say necrophilia. <laughs> That's not it. Um, Wait, really? Nymphomaniac? With Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. With his prosthetic penis? Is that the same guy? No, I so think this sure is the one is. that did um, Oh, no, Black Lars von Trier did um, Nymphomaniac. Nymphomaniac. We've got our directors all mixed up. <laughs> um, but no, so essentially she did this Vanity Fair cover and I don't really care for the photos and what she was wearing. It wasn't like a big, like a Dell. Was she pregnant in them? Yes. Yeah. yeah, the interview, she was pregnant in the... No, she'd had her baby, actually. Yes. Wait. Has she had her baby? No, she was pregnant. Sorry. <laughs> um, but no, I didn't really care for any of the photos or any of the clothes that she was wearing. It didn't really scream anything noteworthy. But mm. the interview in itself was quite interesting. Um, she sort of sat in... I think she was on set for her new film that's coming up with like Leonardo DiCaprio. I think Ariana Grande is in it as well, which is quite strange. Oh. Um, but yeah, did you read the article? Um, I've read quotes and like little snippets. Yeah. I mean, I like that she is self-aware enough to know that... People got sick of her? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's kind of that weird phenomenon because you know how people got sick of Anne Hathaway? The yeah, exact same right. thing happened to Jennifer Lawrence. And Kristen Stewart as well. Yeah. So... I feel like all of them rose to such... Well, Anne Hathaway is separate because she's been in the industry for, I think, longer. But, like, Kristen Stewart and um, Jennifer Lawrence, they rose to such acclaim so quickly. So quickly. And by the time that Chris, no, um, Jennifer Lawrence had her Academy Award, everyone was just like, we are fucking sick of seeing this woman. To be fair, she was really everywhere. What did she get her Academy Award for? Um, was it... Um, Oh, Silver Linings? Silver Linings? Probably. You know, I saw that. and I It was could, a lovely film. I could not tell you what it was about. Oh. Oh. It I was about that t- mentally ill man, and she was also mentally ill, and they were just, like, falling in love. Um, but she says in the article, I just think everyone had gotten sick of me. I'd gotten, I'd gotten sick of me. It had just gotten to a point where I couldn't do anything right. If I walked a red carpet, it was, why didn't she run? I think that I was people-pleasing for the majority of my life, working made me feel like nobody could be mad at me, which is probably ex- um, going to explain why she made, like, six films in three yeah. years, all with Bradley Cooper, and all sort of, like, based in, like, 1950s America. Like, yeah. 
just not giving. And I remember there was a lot of controversies as well where she would like go to Hawaii and she, do you remember she touched that like sacred statue oh, or she, something? Oh, she gave that interview and she like, no, she scratched her ass on a sacred rock. We were filming in Hawaii and there were sacred rocks and they were, I, I don't know, their ancestors, who knows? Um, <laughs> they were sacred and you're not supposed to sit on them uh, because you're not supposed to expose your genitalia to them. Bless. Um, I, however, was in a wetsuit for this whole shoot. So, so it doesn't count, right? Oh my God, they were so good for butt itching. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, oh! <laughs> oh and she told right. the story on Ellen like it was the funniest like was the thing joke, in the world. And everyone was like, shut the fuck up. But no, she was very much overexposed, as um, Kingsley would have said back in like 2012. <laughs> um, Don't trigger that memory. <laughs> like, I just had totally forgotten about that man. Well, now there you go. I hope as well. Oh, yeah, I hope as well as well. But she regales this story, which I had no fucking idea about, that she almost died on this fucking private yeah, plane. Yeah, this is wild. Um, so she says there was a moment shortly before her break when she was um, in the summer of 2017. She had boarded a private plane in um, New York. Um, she was going somewhere. I think she was going to Kentucky. And she got told by the, like, stewardess that the engine had failed, like, mid-flight, and then that they could do a stressful emergency landing or something like that. Um, and she was just... It was all very well-written, I'm not going to lie. Like, it was very nice to read because it was kind of reading, like, a fucking book or something. Um, and she was like, I started praying, not to the specific God I grew up with because he was terrifying and very judgmental guy. But I thought, oh, my God, maybe we'll survive this. I'll be a burn victim. This will be painful, but maybe we'll live. Um... But yeah, they ended up living. No, um, both engines failed. Both. Both engines failed. That's wild. Yeah. That's insane. Um, but yeah, she was like, it was just really traumatic for her because flying already, you have to do it so frequently, and she's already not a fan of flying. Mm. Um, but yeah, she was just like, I had to suffer on this fucking plane, and then as soon as it like emergency landed she had to get on another plane to go somewhere else because she had a job to do which is just so fucked that is i hate flying enough as it is so reading this kind of made me anxious because i'm like <laughs> i've got a couple planes booked i'm a jet setter oh, um but yeah and she regaled the icloud hackers in 2014 so i'm sure everybody probably remembers it was called the fappening which is just so sick, sick. but um it was where a bunch of celebrities iclouds were hacked and these hackers released all of their nudes. There was also, like, Emily Ratajkowski, and she's spoken about that a lot. But, yeah, um, Jennifer Lawrence touches on it. Yeah. Um, and... She was saying some man in France, because this happened in 2014, but obviously because they are on the internet, they're there for life. Like, you can't physically get rid of them. And this is Lana Dory's dad, who deleted her entire history and background to right? pretend like she was... A poor a, a country poor girl. girl. <laughs> um, but yeah, she said someone in France just republished them. So it's just something that's consistently haunting her for the rest of her life. I think this article kind of made me realize after finishing reading it that I would rather die than be a celebrity in with this much like attention on me constantly, firstly. Mm. But also it kind of made me realize that, and I don't want to say this in a way that's kind of glorifying um being famous or glorifying Jennifer Lawrence. But, like, at the end of the day, you forget that these are just people, like, regular people, just... But Which is so funny, because when a celebrity says, oh, I'm just a regular person, I'm, I'm just like, like you, up. it's like, sure, sure. Yeah, you're no, you're not. Go home but to your mansion. <laughs> literally. And I get that they're wealthy and shit like that. But I... 
just the things that she was saying in this article just about the fact that, you know, she literally felt so polarized by the media and which is fair and fine. I mean, it happens to a lot, a lot of people. But to me, I'm just going to be like, shut up, this is your job. But you don't realize that that can literally destroy someone's life from start to finish. Is she acting again? Is she Yeah, so she's in a new film. She also has a production studio um, with somebody else where they're just going to be making a bunch of films. But she was saying, I'm now picking jobs, which I want to do. And I'm not just doing them for the sake of hiding away from the press. Because she said, I would be on set all the time for the sake of, it was my safety place. Because yeah, that because way you're not outside. Aren't, people aren't being like, oh my God, it's Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, they just treat you like it's a job because yeah. you're, you're technically working. But no, it kind of humanized her, this article, which I was a good read. And it's probably not the best thing to say because you do forget, like I said before, that these people are just fucking normal. Normal people. Normal people. But yeah, it humanized her in a way that I can appreciate her more than I would before. Mm. If that makes sense. It does. Um, but yeah, a very lovely read. If you guys want to have a read of the article, it's available on Vanity Fair. Um, I would recommend it if you... Yeah, if Go you read it to a... support the poor photo editor who yes. had to pay that $62,000 bill. Because, <laughs> you know, they're still paying it off. Inflation and stuff. Um. So, when we did our little guess the movie or, like, here's the movie title, tell us what it's about... Mm. You guys all really enjoyed that. So we thought we'd play round two. Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to say a movie, the title of a movie that neither of us have seen. And we're going to, yeah, just see if we can get it right, what it's about. Christ. Also, if there's a little background noise, slight apology, we had to quickly regroup (laughs) (laughs) mid-recording. There's a couple of unces happening in my building. Yeah. We could not control over. Um, okay, the first one, the unforgivable. Do we have a release like date for this, or is this out, or do I just these are these go? are all out and okay. these are all classics. The oh, okay. unforgivable. Um, someone does something that's unforgivable. I guess that's literally all I could think of. So, the unforgivable is a 2021 drama film with. Uh, oh, it doesn't really tell you enough. Oh, well, I guess it we can just, just says it just says say. it's. It's got Sandra Bullock in it, and apparently it's terrible. Oh, <laughs> poor Sandra. <laughs> Ever since her man cheated oh, on her. She's been released from prison after serving a sentence for a violent crime, and she re-enters a society that refuses to forgive Do her. Do you see what I mean? You got Do it. Do you see what I mean? You got it. <laughs> okay. Okay, last night in Soho. I think it's a bunch of people that wake up mm-hmm. and... Last night, they were in Soho. That would make a lot of and sense. And those really annoying people that, like, will go to a location once and they'll be like, I'll be like, oh, so that time I went to Paris. Yeah. This happened. But I was, you know, remember, I was in Paris. I was in so, Paris. Like, so it's just a group of people talking about, oh, remember last night in Soho, in Soho when we yeah. went to that club in, in Soho. Soho? Do you know that I was in Soho, by the way, mm. last week? Right. Okay, what's it about? Let's see. An aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer. However, the glamour is not all it appears to be and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something far darker. Oh, I want to oh, watch this. Oh, it's got Anya Taylor-Joy in it. Yeah, I want to watch this. We were very wrong, oh. but I want to watch this. Mm. We'll it's on my on list. A, on, go on a date. Yeah, it's okay. on my list. Train spotting. Um... Oh, Christ almighty. Okay, so I think it's about people um, jumping and hopping in between trains. Like, 
It could be about that, um, oh, I know it's an old movie. And I know it's an iconic movie we probably both should have seen. The Trangy Passant? No, the, but I was going to say maybe it's like, what, that TikTok boy that loves watching trains? Oh my God, he's so this cute. This is what he's based his personality on. Oh my God, he's so cute. There's this boy, if you guys haven't seen him on TikTok, who's obsessed with trains. Obsessed with trains. Like, he'll just go to, like, a uh, train track and just wait for a specific type of train to pass, pa- pass by and just record his reaction and is genuinely so excited. Like, it is the cutest thing in the world. Um, um, oh, oh, we were wrong. Renton is a drug addict who tries to mend his ways by moving to London and starting life afresh. He, however, is pulled back into the world of addiction by his friends. You made me watch this, didn't you? I've never seen this in my life. Or maybe I watched it with somebody else, but I have seen this. You've it's seen a good this? Film. Yeah, I've seen this before. Sadness in heroin addicted Scotland. Oh, Christ. Well, sounds we like a couple wrong. of girls after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> right, the power of the dog. Um, I don't know, fucking animation about a dog with a lot of powers. Let's see. (laughs) A domineering rancher responds with mocking cruelty when his brother brings home a new wife and her son. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is that an Australian film? Um, maybe. Oh, it's got, um, what's her face in it? Who's that woman? Kate Blanchett. No, that woman. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Oh. Is that Kirsten Dunst? Yeah, it's Kirsten Dunst. It's Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. Dunst. Yeah. Oh, well, good oh, for her. Good for her. Um, oh, my God. Let's just do this one. Erin <laughs> Brockovich. You tell me, because I've seen this movie and I love this film. I think Erin Brockovich is about a woman called Erin Brockovich. <laughs> and she wakes up one morning... And she forgets um, how to spell. Oh <laughs> she wakes up with dyslexia. This is going to sound like a woman's <laughs> smile podcast I made you listen to. But she gets very just dis- like more and more distressed as the movie goes on because oh Brokovich is, is a, a difficult, difficult name to spell. <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you what it's about. It it's about? actually a divine film based on a true story of this woman called, like you said, Erin Brockovich. She doesn't have dementia and she knows how to spell her name. Dyslexia. Oh. <laughs> Christ. Anyway, um, and she essentially goes up against this big corporation um, that started putting toxins in people's water in this town in um, the States. Okay, Lisa Simpson. And it's really good. I think they actually made a Simpsons episode based on Erin <laughs> Brockovich. But yeah, she goes up against this big corporation and she was like a really poor woman, jobless and everything. Shut up to that driver. Um, <laughs> but essentially, yeah, it's a really lovely story. I would highly recommend it if you're really hungover and you just want to watch a woman do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Support women, okay? <laughs> Believe Support Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, but anyway, um, those were the movies. Those were the movies. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that segment. <laughs> Should we get into the dating story? Yes, let's. Okay. So, I was probably 22, 23, um, and I ma- matched with this guy on Tinder or Grindr, whatever the fuck it was back then, and then... Things were great. Got him on Instagram, talking. And then we, we wanted Italian food. And I was like, well, we can go to La Bocchetta. <laughs> so <laughs> we made plans to go to La Bocchetta. I rock up at seven o'clock. Yep, reservation was there. Sit down. 
took me until 9.30 to get up and walk out of there and realise that he was not coming. I was by myself and I had all these people. They were just, I swear the waiters were placing bets on me. I was fucked. Yeah, that's a good one. That's so sad. That's so, no, it's funny. Um, another one. Uh, okay, can you explain what, <laughs> what's it? La Poqueta? La Poqueta. La Poqueta is a chain of Italian restaurants. It's like a hog's breath cafe. <laughs> But for, but for Italian food. It's like an olive garden. Imagine getting stood up at a hog's breath. Oh my god, it reminds me of that episode of Sex in the City where everyone stood up on her birthday and they were like, get the fuck up. Like, we need the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so sad. I think getting stood up is my worst nightmare. Have you ever been stood up? No, <gasps> never. I wasn't stood up, but the boy told me he was... On he so I was ready for this date and then my friend was at my house and I was like he was like I'm running late I said that's fine and so mm. I went to, over to my friend's house which was around the corner instead um, and then we were still waiting and then an hour later I was like are you coming and he was like yeah 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 sorry just leaving now I'm on my way and I said okay I'll go um, and so then I went to the like where we were meeting and then it was near central and he was like yep i'm just at central like i'll be there in a second 15 minutes past we were at harpoon harry's i was like i'm being stood up and literally just as i was about to leave he walked in the door oh my god do you know why he was so late why because he was english and he was another englishman of course and he was a backpacker and it was his like first week in sydney oh, so and he had didn't no know how to get around <laughs> oh. he, he was like being like sincere that he like genuinely just got so lost that's so sad I was like, <laughs> men stop being english and do better okay and do better. <laughs> i've but said this anyway. before and we'll say it again don't date an english man don't date an english man what's wrong with english men um, um but alas i'm starvacious i need to eat absolutely ravenous you're still waiting for your i'm still delivery. waiting for my clothes right well Nightmare. other than that enjoy the rest of your week you guys and um, we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you on Monday. All right, bye. bye.